This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm in a bad mood this week. And, yeah, I could uh, tell earlier you're being rude. Ruder than usual. I wasn't being rude. I just, look, sometimes people are in a bad mood. This is what I don't like. When people get mad at other people for being in a bad mood, and it's just like, well, you're just in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, people get in bad moods sometimes, and you just got to, like, I don't know. So every everybody should uh, be nice to you. While you're in a bad mood, even while you're being an absolute dick to them, I'm not. Was I being an absolute? No, but you have in you, the Tom? past. You've you've done that before. Yeah, because you poke and you poke <laughs> and you poke. I'm trying to cheer you up, Tim. I'm trying to do you a favor. I just don't think people. I don't think it's the own that people think it is when they're just like, "Oh, well, you're just in a bad mood." It's like, "Yeah, okay." I think people are meaning it to be an own. Pe- people do. People Tim, do. Not everybody lives uh, keeping track of owns like you do. What about what about clapbacks, Tom? Oh, clapbacks! You got to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah, I keep score. I got a. I got a. Uh, uh, one of those. Uh, you know, on the jailhouse wall where they where they tick <laughs> yeah, off they... every day. Uh-huh. I got one of those every night before I go to bed on the wall next to my bed. I just uh, note all of the clapbacks that I was a part of that day. Sometimes uh, it's up to three or four clapbacks. Now, do some of these clapbacks ever turn into owns? Um, a rare occasion. Yeah, they're not necessarily intended to be an own, just a clapback. Yeah, clapback, look, an own, that's when I really want to ba- bury you. When, when it's clapback, I'm clapping back because you're not worth my time. Well, it sounds like you they are worth your time if you're bothering to clap back, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry to that's hear your some of the sass that I dole out on a on a <laughs> daily basis. Clapbacks, uh, owns. Um sometimes uh somebody says something, uh I'll be like, Oh like if I say something to somebody, somebody'll be like, Oh, there's been a murder and it's like <laughs> And it's only metaphorical. I've never murdered anybody. Right, but, but you, know, you might as well have. Yeah. Uh, and I then keep... other times, I'm just shook. Right, but and you I'll don't keep it. track of those. No, I'll just say it, though. I document it, though, on the internet. Because people can just go and search, and they'll say, you know, I'm shook. Right. I see a picture of me when I'm saying it. Uh, I keep track every day of uh, how many no-does I uh, throw out there. Wow, what about no doys? Well, it's rare you'll get a no doy. If you got a no doy, then it's like, wow, you were really asking for it. And what about da doy? <laughs> the doy. You know, it's rare, too. If I really want to bury somebody deep, though, I'll give them a da doy. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'll tell you what, Tim, I almost uh, gave some of those out uh, this week. I went to a uh, th- this was real dumb of me. I do dumb thing. How many times a day would you say you do something so dumb you question like why you're not in, in like a home or something? <laughs> Tom, I'm not trying to own you here. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to me that I've questioned why I haven't been institutionalized because of how dumb I am. I don't do it. Look, it doesn't happen every day, but this is one of those days where I was like, you know, I haven't gotten a physical in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Paying a, a, a king's ransom for health care. Um, maybe I should go get a physical during a global pandemic mm-hmm. when I'm feeling fine. There's nothing wrong. Uh, and also, let me go to a uh, just like a walking clinic to get one. Instead of like a primary uh, care physician, you need a primary care physician. I know, but I was like, ah, this will be easier. This will be quicker. I could just walk there. Uh, once again, forgetting about the global pandemic and the fact that everybody else there was there to get tested. Um, right. Uh, it was just a real nightmare. And there was a big long line. And, uh, uh, at one point, the, well, you know, one of the receptionists was like, anybody with an appointment, uh, come up here and I had an appointment. So I go walking up and the lady in front of me, she's, you know, uh, got her nose in her phone. So she's not paying attention, but then she's like, Oh, you, uh, I was in front of you, sir. So it's like, Oh, okay. Well you didn't move. So, you know, but yeah, go ahead. You're in front of me. Uh, and she went in front of me. The lady behind me goes in front of me. Wow. So now that lady goes up to go. Did, like, well, hold on, hold okay. on. Uh huh. Did the lady in front of you um, grant the lady behind you a back cut? No. Nor would it have been within her jurisdiction to do so. A back cut? Yeah. As long as you're there, you just play, <laughs> somebody cuts. goes behind you. Oh, back cuts are are. Uh, one of the worst things our society puts up with, I would say. Man, the third grader that came up with the back cut. Genius, yeah, genius innovation. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to cut, thereby, you know, making you like me, but causing absolutely no cost to me. Yeah, uh, no inconvenience whatsoever. Get, I'm gonna get my lunch just as soon as I ever did. You're gonna be happy because I let you cut. The only person uh, not gonna be happy is everyone else behind me. But guess what? Now I've got a buffer. This guy. Yeah. Okay, so the lady behind you who's presumably there to get a COVID test yes, uh, walked in front of you, cut you. Walked in front of me as, as you know, the other lady finished up. So, uh, you know, and the receptionist was like, oh, next. And this woman goes to go. And I go, hey, excuse me, miss. Uh, I was actually next. And she goes, all right. There's no need to, to get angry about it. I had every we all have appointments, so it doesn't matter anyway. And I'm like, she's right, Tom. Well, I'm thinking I'm on her side. I'm thinking if it doesn't matter, then why are you getting so upset? Did you say that, though? No, because she let me go in front of her. So I was like, all right, that's all I care about. I don't care about being right. I'll save it for my podcast this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
then, you know, I get up there and actually she must have been real pissed because like my insurance wouldn't pick up the phone. So it was taking forever to, to get through with me. Um, but then when she gets up there, her appointment was a half hour before. She was a half hour late to her appointment. Mm. That, Probably that, because a bunch of men like you no, bullied not her because a over bunch of and men over. Like me, and she was on her phone the whole time. And it's like, don't be on your, you know, she had a mask on, but it's like, don't be on your phone. Don't be talking. Nobody should be talking in here. Tom, this stop is the twice spread. This is twice you've called out people for being on their phone. You more than anybody else I know, constantly looking at your phone. Tim, then you're not including yourself because you're always looking at your phone. I don't even have a phone, Tom. <laughs> and she, she was talking on her phone, not looking at her phone. Who is she talking to? I don't know, but that's what I'm saying the problem was. So it's like probably your sister in law. Like look. Hey, why I, is this? Why is this? Why do uh you know when uh women are talking about their friends mm-hmm. and they go like uh like uh, I was talking to my girlfriend and she said, Why do they say that? I think it's just like a uh, term of endearment. Yeah, it's just it's weird. like this is you know for for like a a woman that's not talking about a romantic partner referring to them as a girlfriend. It's like this is more than a friend. This is a girlfriend. This is somebody I'm tight with. Somebody I'm close with. Really? Yeah. God, you don't understand the first thing about women, Tim. I uh, this is this is very true. Another uh, person, uh, some person I know. Um, Referred to uh, one, uh, she said, uh, one of my mom's gambling friends. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's just a friend that likes to gamble. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's, I would Perhaps say. Perhaps gam- they gamble together. I think it's, yeah, it's quite I was nice. Say I'd that like that, a gambling crew. I, I was going to say that, that that's what that means. It's somebody that they gamble with, but probably otherwise don't socialize all that much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm probably part of your gambling crew. I've been probably most of the times you've been gambling. I've been there. That's true. But you're no fun when we go gambling. Yeah, I don't like gambling. Yeah. You like uh, not uh, losing even, all your money to yeah, the house. I don't even like the free drinks because they're too small. I just go to the bar and get hammered. <laughs> cool. Anyway, Tim, you should learn more about women. Uh, you should take this class that uh, that I've been going to. It's all about okay. women and how they uh, like being negged. They like uh, you say something negative to them, and then that makes them like you more. Does this have anything to do with this hat that you're wearing, Tom? Oh, my peacock hat? Yeah, Tim, it has a little something to do with the hat I'm wearing. <laughs> no doy. Tom, this week we're going to give back. I thought we give back every week in in our own no. way. What way would that be? Uh, laughs, friendship, mm, eh. good times. Certainly not friendship. <laughs> to each other or to the listener? I don't see All much. around. Yeah. This show, do you think this show's a good time? Uh, to who? For whom? For all right, for you, is it a good time? No. The listener, probably not. Do you think it's a good time for me? Yeah, I th- I thought that was the only reason we were doing this, Tim. 
me and the audience. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds just like you. A selfless act, doing something that you don't like because uh, one of your friends likes it. That sounds, wow. that sounds a lot like Tom, the Tom Reynolds I know. Your words, not mine. Selfless man. Uh, no, we're going to solve some problems. Uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. We have a segment that often appears, often is a strong word, at the end of our episodes <laughs> called Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. But this week... Because we're out of other ideas, we're going to do it earlier in the episode and solve <laughs> listener problems. Right? Is that yes. accurate? Yes. Okay. You get, you're looking at me with this slack-jawed uh, look. Of what? That's how I look sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve at any time in the future... Mm-hmm. Uh, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. I almost gave away my personal email. I almost <laughs> said my personal email address. I mean, people could send it there too. Yeah, that's fine. Give out your you, personal you'll get email just address. Just as much of a response as you would on, <laughs> on if you email our podcast. If you've emailed us, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. We've gotten many, not many, some nice emails from. Uh, people, uh, listeners in the past nine, ten months, whatever, uh, during these these troubled times, yes, um, saying nice things about uh about our show and about us and about uh you know good things. So I guess I guess some people do enjoy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think either one of us has has replied to any of these emails i usually you read them and delete them before i can uh get to i read them i'm usually reading them like in the middle of the night yeah or something where it's like it's not appropriate to to email somebody from the john you don't have to i've told you this before about email that you don't have to always tell people where you are when you Uh, when you email them back I like to paint a picture. (laughs) You have all those uh, personalized signatures set up. They'll just say, Tim, from the John. Tim, from from my bed. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you've emailed us a nice sentiment ever and haven't heard back, um, we read it and appreciated it. Yeah. But we're both lazy and bad at doing things. And we and inconsiderate, I think, overall. You are, yeah. Well, why don't you respond to these? I emails? do respond sometimes, but now it makes it sound like if you didn't get a response from me, that then those people are going to think I'm an extra jerk. <sighs> Tom, should we uh, should we start with a problem? Yes. Should we play the theme song every time? Yeah, let's do it one time. Okay. And we'll play it four times in a row. Okay, yeah. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. Tom, do you yeah. have a do you have a preference what order we go in? No, but I think we should uh hand off. You shouldn't read them all. 
I should. No, read do you want to? You want to read the first one? Sure, I'll what read is the first a, one. A, a power grab. <laughs> no, it's just uh, one, you know, just another example of me being considerate. Well, no, a peek behind the curtain, Tom. Mm-hmm. You always uh, suggest we do a Tim and Tom solve your problems episode um, when you don't feel like doing anything. No, Tim. And it was I, when always, you... I always go through. And I uh, find the emails of, of the problems that, that we want to read. And, and like today, we signed on uh-huh. uh, you know, to, to prep for the show. And you're like, well, did you, cho- did you pick out all the emails that you want to read? I didn't know. Oh, though, that's off, my, oh, you just assume it's my job. When we were talking about what topic we should do, I offered a bunch of suggestions for topics. And you went, uh, none of them. And I was like, Tom, all right. And then you didn't offer any Tom, any Tom, additional what? Tom, what topic ideas did you offer? I offered Will Smith. No, no, hold on. Did you cut and paste the list that I sent you three weeks ago? Yeah, but it was it was topics that, you know, we, we both were like, yeah, these are good topics. We'll do them at some point. I know, but but don't act like you came up with these topic ideas. You no, took my I'm, topic ideas and, and sent them back to me. But what I'm saying is that makes it even worse because then I'm like, all right, here's some topics that I know you have at least some interest in doing. And I'm like, well, which one would you like to do? And you go, none of them. And then just nothing. And it's like, all right, I guess we'll do something else. We do these episodes usually when you're in a bad mood. And and you can't you can't be asked to to uh, you know do some research like I do. Yeah, you do a lot of research, Tom. All right, so hey, why don't why don't you read the problems this week? Hello, uh, my name is a- Anika. Anika. <laughs> You're doing a great job so far, Tom. Well, it looks like Anika, but then it says pronounce. An ik No, no. An ik An ik Anika. Anika. Okay. Yeah. You can this use. Is why, my- this is why. This is why I read them every week, Tom. <laughs> you can you- functionally illiterate. You, you she, can. She, you- she she put the the pronunciation in the in the in the email. You can use my name. I'm a 19 year old girl. I've listened to your show for a couple of years now, and it never fails to make me laugh weirdly loud for someone who is alone in their room. So thank you for all you do. I was hoping you could spare some sage advice because you are older and wiser than I. This past summer, uh, an eight month Tim, we're literally double the age of this. Uh, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I, this this is pa- this isn't this isn't. Society wasn't built for this. I don't know where Annika <laughs> is from, but like this isn't something that should happen. That some some nineteen year old girl would write to two uh, men in their late thirties asking for friggin' relationship advice. Well, Tim, she's a nineteen year old woman. First off, she said her thing. She said she was a nineteen year old girl. I wasn't gonna question um, what she said about herself, Tom. This past summer, a nine-month relationship, an eight-month relationship I was in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? An eight-month relationship I was in came to an end out of nowhere. It's been a while since then, but my problem is this. I think about my ex, how much I hate him, how badly I want to see him suffer, how stupid I feel that I got played every day. I'll be enjoying myself, then boom. A rage bomb explodes in my stomach and I want to see his head with a very big hole in it. 
Uh, I have a new boyfriend who I feel is my other half, a much better match for me than my ex. So why am I thinking about how much I hate my ex? Have you guys ever been in a similar situation? And do you have any tips on how I can stop? Thanks many bunches. Annika. Anika. Anna, Anna, uh, Annika. You did a great job reading, Tom. Thank you. Um, do you have advice for Annika? I feel like, look, mm-hmm. she seems nice, but I think she might, uh, she might be uh, obsessing a little bit. Um, how so? This is weird. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have any <laughs> opinions about this person's life. It's wrong. No, I mean she's she isn't asking like like uh, is this cool that I do this? She knows it's not cool. She's asking why. Uh, why is she thinking about how much she hates her ex? And if we've ever been in a situation, similar situation, and if we have tips on how to stop. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm curious. I mean, not curious because, again, it's a 19-year-old girl. Uh, but I am curious, like, what exactly happened. I'm guessing some kind of a, uh, uh, a cheating situation, perhaps, an unfaithfulness. Because she said she got played. Yeah, maybe it was it, when somebody says they got played. I always think it's like a really elaborate ruse, <laughs> like a like a the game. Yeah, or no, like lower set, like a <laughs> like Mrs. Michael Doubtfire. Douglas got got played in the game. No, I feel like <laughs> Sally Field got played in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, she got Tim. That's an even worse. Uh, I'd rather have a Michael Douglas in the game situation than a she Sally Field in Mrs. To- Doubtfire. She wasn't driven to jump off a building at the end of it, though. Yeah, but she had her her freaking ex-husband that she had, like, a restraining order against (laughs) disguise himself as an old Scottish lady and live in her home with her. Yeah, that's what I thought Annika was dealing with. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) An old Scottish lady living in her her home. Well, no, it sounds like her problems were during the relationship, not necessarily, or with the breakup, not necessarily uh, afterwards. Right. Um, okay. The, see, here's the thing. This is going to sound flippant. Mm-hmm. It was an eight-month relationship yeah. that came to an end this past summer. So it's like, what? Probably like- Close to a half a year ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she thinks about her ex, mm-hmm. how much she hates him, how badly he wants to see her. she wants to see him suffer, how stupid I feel she got played. Um. And she has a new boyfriend. Yeah. Who is her other half, she says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A better match. Look, I understand being uh, petty. Yeah. And I understand um, blowing things out of proportion. Yeah. It's and I understand you do sp- I s- every day. I certainly understand spite. That's my number one motivator in the world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In my life, I'd be no- I'd be nowhere without spite, Tom. Yeah. Um, but who cares? It's eight well, months. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, you know, the, the best revenge is living well. And, uh, you know, she's got a new boyfriend. I mean, that's always, you know, the best way to get over a breakup is to immediately jump into a new <laughs> relationship. No, it's not immediately jump into it. But like, 
I don't know, even, you know, going out on a date or whatever, like it, you know, it, it just helps you like, but it doesn't sound like that's what her problem is. It isn't like, oh, I can't get over him. It's that she's just so mad at him. Right. I mean, I would definitely say, uh, you know, knowing your heart, like, oh, well, if you've got a new boyfriend that you feel uh, very uh, positively about, then, you know, whatever the. You can only get, you should only get so mad about exes when uh, when you've got you know somebody that that you're happy with, right? Yeah, I think so. Also, I, like I don't know, you know what the best revenge is? Uh, it's not living well. It's living well and <laughs> like making sure, uh, or like deep down hoping the other person is unhappy, right? But, like, not wishing any specific harm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this person, if they were, if they're out there playing people, then they probably are unhappy somewhere deep down. Yeah. And maybe one day he'll be inspired to hang up that Mrs. Doubtfire costume and stop playing people so hard. Right. But hopefully, when they hang up the Mrs. Doubtfire costume, they aren't later in the kitchen not wearing the Mrs. Doubtfire costume and have to put their face in a in a cream pie just You know to... what? I hope this guy does have to to, oh, to that's, shove his face. No, that's too mean, Tim. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Hello. I hope somebody I hope somebody uh hits him uh in the head uh in a drive by fruiting. <laughs> All right. Uh I think I think we can move on to the next question. Yeah, I think Annika still needs our advice, Tom. I don't think we adequately did it. Well, I was also going to say, I mean, I know this advice sucks and it's shitty, but like, I don't know, by the time you're a grizzled old man like me and Tim, well, hopefully you'll be a grizzled old woman probably, but um, uh, I don't know, you'll look back on these things and be like, that was dumb. Why did I even care about that? And I remember when I was 19, people telling me that and being like, shut up, idiot. Uh, but it was right. true. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Freaking, she dated this guy. Yeah. For three and a half percent of her life. Wow. Tom. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like uh, one and a half percent of our life. Eight months is nothing. No. I mean, I've been locked inside for eight months, and it's driven me completely insane. But. Yeah, but you got to figure some of those eight months, if she's still so messed up about this, she must have been happy for some of those eight months. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Yeah. I mean, you can do, like, witchcraft stuff, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, I would I would also say, like, uh, I don't know, be be careful about being, like, too mad about this in front of your new partner because that's also, like, I don't know, not necessarily fair to them. You know? Yeah. They don't they don't want to see a person they care about, like, obsessing even in a bad way about their uh, former partner. I fear that most of the um, advice that I ever have for anybody, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> someone considerably younger than me, uh-huh is I know you think I'm going to say do witchcraft stuff. No, that's not it. It's uh it's like eh, don't care so much. Nothing matters. Everything sucks. Yeah. 
That's a great, great outlook to have on life. That combined well, no. with that combined with assuming all young people are involved in witchcraft somehow. No, but I just think, uh, you know, like especially with uh, matters of spite and exes, like mm-hmm. who cares? Shut up! No, like whatever. No, nothing matters. Nobody cares about this stuff when you're a couple of years past it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just can't get like too hung up on. Uh... On past relationships. I mean, and honestly, like, I don't know what advice I have if, like, you're already uh, uh, seeing somebody that you're happy with and you're still so mad at this other person. Uh, I mean, it'll fade. It'll fade in time. You've had exes that you hate, right? Uh, Not that I hate. The hate's a very strong word. But I've had, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had relationships in where I've been very mad at the other person. And yeah, over yeah. time it fades. Like none of those people now I'm walking around like, oh boy, if they were here right now. It's like, eh, eh, you know, life happens and you're like, eh, I wish everybody well. And also like- I, I don't mean, wish I, everybody, that's, that's, that's false. You don't wish everybody well. Uh, I don't wish everybody well. I wish all my exes well. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, don't cause, even wish all your exes well. Because <laughs> I don't- because at the end of the day, like, I don't really care. And also, I was going to say, maybe this will help her, too. Again, we don't we don't have a lot of specifics here. Sorry that there's an ambulance driving up to, to get me right now. Is someone in your immediate vicinity <laughs> having a medical emergency? No. Um, uh, oh, but that, that did ruin my train of thought. Um, uh... I don't wish any of them uh, harm. I guess was what I was saying. God I feel damn it! Like we that were stupid about to get ambulance. To something juicy. No, I was. I was about to have really good advice, and now I can't. Uh, oh, I was going to say I don't know what her situation is, but I know in every situation where I've had a bad breakup and I've thought about it, if I step back for a minute and thought about some of the things I said and did, I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a bad person. I'm not a bad person, but I'm yeah, just... Yeah, you're a bad person. Do you think any of your exes wish, uh, are, are like Annika, where they want to see you, uh, your head with a very big hole in it? No, I don't think so. I've I've heard from exes. I've heard. I've heard from exes afterwards, and I don't believe any of my exes currently feel that way. I think some of them might be doing witchcraft against you. I tried to steer clear of uh, witchy women. Uh, with limited success, Tom. <laughs> I just thought of one that might, yeah, so I take that back, who might actively hate me, but eh, what can you do? This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, Tom, on to the next, uh, what are we calling it, problem? Yep, that's what we're calling them. Uh, I think we could use the name of these people. Not this one, I don't think. It says, please what? don't use my name. Baby versus husband? Oh, no. I was looking at a different one. Yeah, no, I'm going right to the, the meat and potatoes here, Tom. Okay. Tim and, uh, the the uh, the subject line, mm-hmm. Tim and Tom solve your problem, baby versus husband. Mm, and of uh, course a, we're going to open that. A fight for the ages. Yeah, I always like to see... Uh, uh, the, a grown man fight a baby. <laughs> I'm always like, who's going to win? Guess what? It's always the grown man. Uh, hello, Tim and Tom. My fiance and I are huge fans of your podcast. Do you believe it, Tom? Yeah, I believe it. It's a very common story. I am pleased to say that we are expecting our first baby boy on February 7th, 2021. Tom, that's a mere uh, couple of weeks it's away. Very soon, yeah. My problem is that my boyfriend's birthday is on February thirteenth. As due dates are that, uh, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, tough. Well, I mean, sometimes it's Friday. I guess not always. Always in February. Mm, I think you might be right on that one. As due dates are very unreliable. This is a, there's a strong chance that our baby's arrival will overshadow or even fall on my boyfriend's birthday. I assume she's using boyfriend and fiance interchangeably. I was going to say, Otherwise, you if know, she has a, a, a fiance and a boyfriend. That's eh. a whole other problem. Apparently, only 3% of babies are actually delivered on their due date. That's a UK statistic from their midwife, Tom. Mm. That, oh, they got All a the midwife, midwife too? Jeez, this relationship's complicated. Boyfriend, fiance, a midwife, and a lady. Uh, Her (laughs) name is Carrie, by the way. Um, How do I balance giving birth and caring for a newborn alongside celebrating my lovely fiance's birthday? Do you have any ideas for how to do this both in 2021 and in subsequent years? I hope you're both well and coping in this strange year. 
Thank you for your advice and thank you for making the podcast. You're welcome, Carrie. Wishing you all the best from the UK. Lots of love from Carrie, Mike, the husband to be, and Jojo, the baby to be. Yeah. Already putting words in the baby's mouth. Um, hey, first of all, thanks for listening and mm-hmm. uh congratulations on uh the baby stuff, I guess. Yeah. How do you say that? Yeah, the, um, the and, baby to be. Yeah. Um and uh, to answer your question, how do you balance giving birth and caring for a newborn alongside celebrating your lovely fiance's birthday? Who cares about your fiance's birthday? <laughs> if he's old enough to to be the father of a child, like his birthday doesn't mean your birthday after what twenty one means nothing. Yeah. Well, do you think if? <laughs> <laughs> do you think like do you think it's uh reasonable for like uh somebody a grown man to be like ain't no fucking way this this son <laughs> of mine's birthday is gonna overshadow my fucking birthday I'll tell you that much yeah i well, and she's not necessarily saying that that's gonna be the case. I think she's just saying, yeah, she doesn't she still wants her boyfriend's birthday to be nice, even nah, though she's junk it. She's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it's over. Junk, Junk it. it. No, Junk. yeah, no more birthday for this boy. This I mean, man. I'm, I'm curious about. Well, we don't know. Maybe it is a boy. They, she didn't give ages. I mean, again, <laughs> he's old enough to 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 be the father, the biological father. Well, a twelve year old could be the biological father of a baby. Tim, you don't know. And that makes him a man. <laughs> that, that's what He's you the always man of the claim. House now. Um, and you're always claiming that a 12 year old could be the father of a baby you know, all the time. Even that, not that, really that makes that him a man. <laughs> um, it's when you're always trying to hire 12 year olds to do manual labor for you, he, he could be the father of a baby. He's a man, for God's sake. He can do a little. Rock breaking. Um, Rock breaking <laughs> sounds like a real guy who knows knows about working with his hands. I need to hire a well in, rock breaker. In my mind, you're in prison and you're trying to get out of your uh, your your sentence to hard labor, but you're trying to get out of it by hiring a twelve year old to do it for you. Seems like a complex way to get out of jail. Um. I, I mean, all right. What what's involved in celebrating a loved one's birthday? Getting a a nice gift, a thoughtful gift, a card, and perhaps a nice meal. Right at a, at a certain point, is there more that's necessary? I've cut the card out of the deal. <laughs> all right. So not even a card, just a gift. Because like. Card. Uh, a card is somebody else wrote a freaking poem or a joke in true Snoopy, and then you gotta like you have to pay four ninety five for it, and like who's happy with that? Tim, I was like, oh great, a card. Oh, Snoopy made a joke and wrote a poem or something. I guess Charles M. Schultz's uh, estate. Thanks, great, good job. I use blank cards and I write my own poems or jokes. Tom, you. I guarantee you, you have never written anything in a card, in a greeting card. It saves money. More than just from Tom. (laughs) 
<laughs> the person's first name with no deer or anything. You just write the person's first name and write from Tom in like bad handwriting. Sometimes you miss it. You say form Tom. <laughs> no, my uh, the birthday card I got from my girlfriend. I put an inside joke uh, uh, inside it. It was an inside joke between me and you, but still. It's a thought that counts. She that didn't is. get it. and But I told her, well, it's an inside joke me and Tim have. Yeah. He uh, knows what <laughs> poppy bagel means. Right. No, see, we always call Justin Bieber Justin Beaver. So it's funny. Tom, um, don't, don't explain the joke to her. Then it becomes not an inside joke. I knew... I knew she would come uh, between us. I'll I'll get rid of the card when she's. I don't want tonight. her to be a part of our inside jokes. Tom. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, it's our joke. But uh, is there anything beyond like a gift and maybe a dinner? I mean, no. for for the current times where it's like you can't have a party, you can't plan a night out. Right. Some people edit together a nice video of all their family and friends saying nice things about them because and that's, of the quarantine. That's nice, but by no means, if you are nine months pregnant, is something like that uh, even remotely necessary? Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I think we need to make a distinction between, like, in 2021, mm-hmm. where she will be nine months pregnant, um, and uh, you know, either ju- have it just given birth or still mm-hmm. very pregnant or giving birth on the day um oh, you're not right. obligated to do a goddamn thing for 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 yeah, yeah. mike's uh birthday who cares I would say sorry it, mike well i i would say you're you know because you're you don't buy them the gift on their birthday you can buy them no. the gift no nope. advance. <laughs> no, not obligated to do anything. You're not Mike obligated. This year, but, this but year I, Mike doesn't have a birthday. Sorry. But, but it'd be Your nice. Your wife's to, nine months pregnant. No, you get to nothing. It'd be nice to get him a gift. Don't go crazy getting a gift. Uh, uh, you know, don't do. Oh. Don't do one thing for him. Do not lift a finger. You get your rest, Carrie. And maybe ordering like a nice takeout dinner. Takeaway, they call it there. Yeah. Um, but as far as subsequent years, first off, her her boyfriend's birthday is the day before Valentine's Day. So he's presumably already used to getting the short end of the stick here. Why? Because he's getting uh, probably a birthday present and a Valentine's present all rolled into one. He's not getting a big Valentine's present like usual. That's true. Yeah. Tom, can I tell mm-hmm. you something? What? My parents send me candy on Valentine's Day. And not just like, like they send a <laughs> lot of candy. <laughs> like a gigantic oversized bear uh, with candy? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they don't have the, any of the accoutrements of like uh, the like the balloons or, or anything that right. like is like screams like, I'm a guy who like doesn't know how Valentine's Day works, <laughs> so I'm just going to like go on a website and pay $60. Uh-huh. But like- just like a lot of candy, in our hometown, Tom, there is uh-huh. a um, candy there's shop. a mom and pop candy shop, mm-hmm. um, and my mom will go in there and she'll just mail candy that like it will come around Valentine's Day and it will be in my. Is just enough of it that I'm eating it consistently and it's there till mid March. Yeah, were you and you're complaining about this? 
That sounds it's like a great strange. deal. Isn't it strange? They do no, it on Easter too, and I'm I'm not religious. It's it's not look, Easter candy on Easter isn't a religious thing. Jesus it, you know, it, what happened with him on Easter had nothing to do with candy, as far as I yeah, understand. Yeah, but it. I like openly, publicly say blasphemous thing. I shouldn't be getting wow. anything on, on Easter. Well, I yeah, shouldn't Tom. be doing this podcast with you. I had no idea you were I so know, problematic. You kicked out of your church, yeah. Um, I think it's fine to get. I get. I don't get candy sent to me on Valentine's Day. I think, but I think usually like. The next time I go home, there's some Valentine's Day candy waiting for me, which I happily accept and eat on the way home. All of it. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, this guy, it, you shouldn't, he's definitely, unless he's a total asshole, he's not expecting a lot this year. Uh, as far as subsequent mm-hmm. years, I don't know. So I think subsequent years, like once you have a kid, you nobody's getting blowout uh, birthday parties anymore anyway, except for the kid. So I think uh, everybody's probably got to temper their expectations going forward. You know what? This is Mike's best chance for getting any recognition on his birthday. Yeah. Moving forward. I was about to say that. You're going to have people in your home celebrating JoJo's birthday. Yeah. And then, Carrie, your only obligation in future years is to be like, and Mike, everybody. Right. And right. then, like, uh, and like, that's more than any adult gets. Yeah. I was going to say that I, I know of uh, adults in my family who have birthdays like around their kids' birthdays. And, like, yeah, then they actually like get presents and stuff because it's like, oh, well, normally I don't see you in May, but I'm here. You know what Mike's so. going to get? He's going to get more than we get. And it's, Happy birthday, dear JoJo and And Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And like some people will catch on to that, like half the room will. But like, fine, great. It'll be a nice bonding thing, too. You know what? If anything, you should be worried that, uh, you know, JoJo's going to gravitate towards Mike. Yeah. It might might put a, a wall up between you and JoJo. Yeah. You'll just never be able to relate not having a February birth mid February birthday. <laughs> um well, congratulations and uh don't uh don't do anything for your husband. Doesn't matter for your fiance. <laughs> um doesn't matter. An adult's birthday doesn't matter. All right. I I'm sure you tell your wife that every year when when you have to explain why once again you haven't gotten her a card. Some people put together a very nice video of all their family and friends wishing them a happy birthday. Yeah, well, I recorded something for that video, so... No, you didn't. You you went on Cameo <laughs> and paid a Santa Claus impersonator $5 to, to ramble on. I had to edit that. That was by far the longest submission that I got. I asked people to try to keep them brief, and then there's just some sad, drunk Santa Claus... Uh, talking for for fifteen minutes that I had to somehow incorporate into the video. That's even nicer, Tim. Nobody went out of their way to hire an actor to to make a video for them. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, all right, next next problem here. Uh, this this is a male name, Tim. Come up. Hey, with uh, congratulations, to Carrie and Mike. Uh, yes, great, great a- folks. And JoJo, congrats on uh, being on being born. Um. This is, uh, we need a name, Tim, a Scottish name. 
A Scottish mm. male name. Duncan. I don't know. Duncan? I'm going to say Duncan. Uh, Dear the handsome man and the pervert, it starts. Now, which one do you good. think is yeah. which? I don't know. I don't like when people think they can have, you know, jokes with us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking around. Uh, please do not Thomas use Thomas my- made it clear that he doesn't like you. Please do not use my name. Well, probably don't start by insulting one of us. Um, also, this guy has a very stereotypical Scottish first name. I don't think it would be yeah. giving anything away given this guy's name. But but we're nothing if not professional, so we will abide by his request. We are many things besides professional. That's true. Handsome. Mm-hmm. Well, one Perverts. of us is handsome, and the other one's probably pervert, yeah. Uh, I think I accidentally sent you a draft of an email, so apologies for that. I want to say that I love the podcast and appreciate all the time and hard work you boys put into it. I have a problem that I could use your perspective on. Tim for his reasonable and thought-out solutions, and Tom for something dangerous and or illegal. Um, my problem is my neighbor. My wife and I recently moved into a studio flat in Switzerland, And all was well until we realized that we lived next to a complete fucking psycho. This man screams over the phone for hours at a time. His favorite time to do this is between 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock in the morning. He has also recently acquired a guitar, a drum set, and an electric (laughs) keyboard, which he favors to play in the wee hours of the morning or for six solid hours in the middle of the day. Despite the amount of time he plays, he is showing no signs of getting even remotely good. I've spoken to him multiple times. I've tried to negotiate, and I'm running out of ideas of what to do. I don't want to phone the police as I'm Scottish, and where I'm from, you don't get the police involved with shit like this. Any help would be appreciated. All the best, Duncan. Now, what does that mean? You, where I'm from, you don't get the police. Does that mean like you go over He's- there and knock heads? No, I think he's probably from like a bad area of Scotland where if you get the police involved, uh, that's going to uh, end up bad for you. Bad area of Scotland. There are very bad areas of Scotland. Yeah, I know. That's meant to imply like, <laughs> show me a good area. So like, <laughs> oh, I see. I like Scotland very much. I would like to go back there one day and yeah. not get my ass kicked. <laughs> um, can I just say one thing, Tom? I was a little distracted while you were reading that. Number mm-hmm. one, because you're just not a very good reader. You're not compelling when you're reading something. Well, um, I'm just trying to get all the words right. The, the, he spelled a lot of words wrong in here. Uh, it's like reading. Uh, you ever read Train Spotting? And no. they, uh, they, they like spell everything out phonetically <laughs> the way uh, the, uh, <laughs> hooligans talk. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't. Uh, I can't riff, Tom. I can't riff on stuff on stuff like that. I don't know anything about Scotland. Anyway, um, he you, said, "I think I accidentally sent there, you a like draft over of a half email. dozen times." <laughs> over a half dozen times. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he mentioned that he accidentally like sent a draft and apologized. We got an email in mm-hmm. October. <laughs> The subject was salads problem. <laughs> and it, was it from it, this guy? No, it's from somebody else. This, this just reminded me of it. <laughs> okay. And it just says, hey, Tim. And then there's an attachment that is a minute-long video shot on somebody's phone of a mother 
presumably either the the person who wrote this or, or the the partner of the person who wrote this email and a young child mm-hmm. doing the like diet coke and mentos thing in their backyard okay yeah but i don't think that was what they meant to send us uh-huh. somebody started writing us a, a problem about salads and then sent us a video of their child <laughs> doing science experiments in the backyard and just sort of hate him yeah it's a weird inbox we have Yeah, maybe I they, don't see what that has to do with salads. They, now back they to think you're a man of science and Liam. you'd appreciate it, Duncan. My problem is my neighbor, Duncan. Uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, any initial thoughts on what this person? I'm curious. He you said he's talked to him multiple times yeah. and tried to negotiate, and he's running out of ideas. I'm very curious how those talks and negotiations went. Because I assume they they in these situations they seem to can kind of only go one of two ways, which is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll I'll right. I'll try and be more considerate, and then not, or uh, fuck off, I. I don't care. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And those now, are two very different living in Switzerland uh, issues, he's from Scotland. <laughs> I would say. Do you have this in other countries when you're in them, Tom, where mm-hmm. you yes. just defer to everybody else while you're there because mm-hmm. you don't want to be a problem and you just assume you don't know how things work there? <laughs> Yeah, and also I assume, uh, like, once I open my mouth and start talking, I'm now drawing attention because I have uh, an accent that's out of place. Yeah, I think it might be different as Americans. Uh, Right. You know, like, where I feel like I really have to have my guard up and really be like, (laughs) yeah, no, 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 but I'm cool, like, wherever I go. Like, no, but well, I'm, I'm nice assume, and friendly. Yeah, there, there's, you know, a stereotype of Americans being, like, big and loud and, like, uh, obnoxious. So, yeah, I always, I'm always aware of that and try not to be big and loud and obnoxious. Yeah. To, to varying degrees of success. I think I'm also always on my guard or, or have, uh, you know, I'm not willing to, because everybody in the U.K., and that's mm-hmm. where I am mostly when I'm not in America. Like if I'm not there, yeah. if I'm not here, I'm usually there. Um, yes. It's, uh, they all like act like this is the way things are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we get yeah. a lot of emails in like, like correcting our pronunciation of, of words <laughs> that are pronounced different in, in American English than. Right. Or, or just called different things. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's actually called this. It's like, yeah, I understand you call it this, but you have to understand that I call it this. It's like, right. Uh, no, this is, this is how good. it's like, I don't know. So I think the encountering that attitude, I feel like if I were in Switzerland, uh-huh. uh, I would just be like, I guess just playing the drums at three o'clock in the morning is like acceptable here and what they do and far be it from me to question it. Because I'm a coward. Yeah, well, I I was going to say because you're a coward. You were going to say it? Hopefully he gets some uh, local advice. 
he can ask the local uh, uh, Swiss Tim and Tom uh, who are who are more accustomed to, uh, you know, the the goings ons in Switzerland. Yeah. As to uh, they're neutral. We I, know that they're not going to take right. you can call the, the cops and they'll just be like, nothing well, we can do. do We're not getting involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and we and along those lines, we also know that this guy knows what time it is when he's doing these things because, you know, the Swiss with their clocks. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I assume wherever he is that this isn't normal. I would also say that things are different when you're a visitor for a few days in a country and when you're living there. Yeah, like he's living there. This is uh impeding on his uh his uh you know uh i don't know day-to-day life um i was gonna say what he could do i mean this guy's got to sleep sometime this neighbor right yeah um he he needs to figure out when his neighbor's sleeping he needs to record these uh phone calls and jam sessions and play them back when his neighbor's asleep and and uh, and then if he says, "Hey, what the hell's going on?" He can say, "I thought I'd just give you a taste of your own medicine." Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that'll go. What are we calling this guy, Lachlan? <laughs> uh, Duncan. Duncan. I think he uh-huh. just Dun- Duncan just needs to get out of Switzerland. <laughs> so you would move before you called the police. I wouldn't move. I think he should move. I'm not in this situation, Dom. I wouldn't I wouldn't Yeah, you would never get into not this situation. To get involved. Yeah. I'm also curious how old this person is. The neighbor? Uh yeah. But I mean he's saying he's a complete fucking psycho and they screams on the phone for hours at a time. And now I'm thinking about there's like a crazy guy that lives uh near me. And you know the rule in New York is like give give crazy people a wide berth. Yeah, <laughs> that there's like uh, if you if by all means avoid any type of confrontation. Um, and yeah, I mean I don't know maybe it's a uh, yeah I mean I guess he's in a studio flat. Um, yeah, he might just have to move. <laughs> just move. Despite the amount of time he plays, he's showing no signs of getting even remotely good. Yeah. I mean, I, that that to me is just like, you know, the the icing on the cake that it's like not only is it loud, it's bad. Yeah, where's he getting the money to afford all this equipment? I don't know. A guitar, a drum kit, and an electric keyboard? Yeah. I mean, for a guy that is let's say eccentric, right? And Right, yeah. You know, a drum well, kit Tim- isn't isn't cheap. Socialist government, Tim. The government probably gave him all those uh, instruments. Probably said here on the on the taxpayers. Switzerland works. Um, I don't know. I would I would maybe befriend him. Maybe he's mm-hmm. he's just a. Uh, maybe he's got a big trust fund. Maybe the two of you can just uh, start a band and uh, do whatever you want all the time. This is a guy who's a, who has access. To things, <laughs> to three different instruments. I mean, within the first, yeah. You know, how long is has has Duncan lived there? Like it seems like it says 
he has acquired. He has recently acquired. Recently acquired. Yeah. So like, you know, to buy a whole bunch of equipment. Maybe he's just got friends that have loaned them to him. Maybe uh-huh. that's the people calling late at night. They're like, hey, man, I need my drums back. And he's like, fuck you. You're not getting your drums. You're never getting your drums back. Yeah. I'm also curious if this guy's sh- screaming in in uh, Swiss or whatever all the time. Is that what they speak? Dutch? Why do they speak in Switzerland? One time I was in Germany and I was walking through a park and I saw um, this one guy... Uh, started yelling at this other guy and they started like <laughs> yelling back and forth and uh, one of them started swinging a chain like he was going to hit the other guy. <laughs> wow, all right. And I was like, I'm going to get out of this park. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to I'm not going to stay here cuz like uh I'm in Germany. I don't know anybody yes. in Germany. I don't know how things work in Germany. Um, yeah. And I don't think like maybe, maybe like, this is fine. No, I don't know. I don't think I didn't think it was fine. Like it was, it was a problem. Right. And then like one guy threw a bottle at the other guy, and it's like, but as an American here, there's mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know anybody here. I don't like if anything right. happens. Like, well, uh, and, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Yeah, I don't speak the language. I don't want to. Yeah, you're not going to be able to talk either of these guys an, down or talk to an officer of the law when he comes. And it's right. just like mm-hmm. the best thing that I can do. I'm not from here. I don't know anything about here. I'm going to get out of here. That's what I think we should do. Get out of there. <laughs> oh, shit. Duncan. That's what I think Duncan should do. <laughs> um, just move. Fo- just move. You don't know. The four national languages of Switzerland are German, French, Italian, and Romanish. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, Duncan... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have called me a pervert. Sorry. Um, Oh, well, that's very... Thank you, Tim, for uh, assuming that I'm the handsome man. That's my my justification for (laughs) doxing him. Um, But, uh, yeah, no. uh, I think he should just find a new place. It's easier. Yeah. That's also kind of a slight to us that he assumes this crazy person listens to our podcast. Yeah. Don't don't use my name because the maniac next door probably listens. Yeah, well, if, if you are listening, maniac, maybe go uh, leave Duncan alone, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean the, the shitty thing is sometimes that's you know at, at least in like a, a flat or apartment, like I don't know, there's not too much you can do. I mean, I would say the step before complaining to the police is complain to like the management of the building or whatever. You complain um, to a manager? No, I'm saying he could, but I'm also saying like that's probably not going to get anything done. They're probably going to say like, well, the guy's saying that complaining to the <sighs> manager won't get anything done. That is that uh, unlike you. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. Hey, if you've got a problem for us to solve, email us at Tim's personal email address, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at complete guide or at tcgte rather. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal Tim. 
And if you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast. We're in the midst of reading Tim is of reading uh, the founder by Ray Kroc. It's called grinding it out. Tom. Oh, the movie's called the founder grinding it out. Uh, uh, the, the Ray Kroc story by Ray Kroc, the, the co-founder of McDonald's. Um, yep. and it's a good book and, uh, Ray Kroc's a real maniac. Uh, patreon.com slash complete guide to get all the past episodes as well. Um, did we say uh, Reddit? Reddit.com slash R slash TCGTE. And did we say, uh, Discord? Discord complete guide. Nice. And we have merch, TCGTE.com slash merch. Man, we have a lot of plugs these days, huh? We sure do. We should probably condense them down so people... St- don't stop listening right now. It's they're like, fine. Oh, boy. I feel like we have uh, as like the least amount of engagement as as we ever have, but it's spread out across a million different uh, <laughs> platforms yeah. now. It's good. That's well, what you, you were saying. Have, right? We should uh, isolate everything to just be on Parlor. Yeah, and that was a that, big that mistake. That should be our main. Yeah, I know you 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 put all you wanted to put all of our eggs in that basket, Tim. You said it was going to be the next big thing. Yeah, that, that, I was wrong about that. I will I will admit. Yeah. So for the time being, we're going to stay spread out. I think. Yeah. Well, I was just about to consolidate everything too. <laughs> well, you're a big free speech advocate. Yeah. Look, I, the thing that I don't like is that I'm always mm-hmm. being censored. Right, yeah. It's like I have no way to get my thoughts out there. Yep. Guy it's like, tough. It's I, got, tough, I, got, uh... I got important things to say. Yep. It's, uh, look, Tim, I wouldn't want to trade places with you. It's rough being me. I wouldn't want to trade places with me either if I was somebody else. Well, thank you for that. I don't know. Let's end it. I'm still in a bad mood, for the record. Yeah, I I can tell. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.